If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of American Gun, powered by Fight Fast. This is our Saturday live two-hour show, coming to you once again from North Judson, Indiana. We are also live on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and so much more. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Jason Reed, your host on this glorious Saturday. If you didn't hear the news today, we got to tell you something. It was great news for us today. Judge Brett Kavanaugh is now Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh. And Brett Kavanaugh was confirmed today by the Senate And the whole thing is falling apart for the left. The left is in full meltdown. He is, the left is in complete meltdown. So just to kind of recap of what has been going on with this Kavanaugh saga, because we've been dealing with this for the better part of a month now. I mean, here we are on October 6th, which happens to be my wife's birthday. So happy birthday to my wife, Samantha. But... Today, October 6th. Now, as you remember, the confirmation hearings ended on September 7th. And then the whole thing got turned completely upside down. It completely got blown completely out of the water. And here we are, a month later, almost a month later, and Brett Kavanaugh is the newest Supreme Court justice, and the left is in complete full meltdown. Now, we all know that this was going to be a, ba- a brutal battle. We all knew that when the, the second that President Trump nominated Brett Kavanaugh for this position. We knew it was going to be ugly. We knew that it was going to get nasty, and that's exactly what it did. So if you guys remember, and I'll give you a quick recap here, um, crib note version of it. So what ended up happening was Judge Kavanaugh went through his confirmation hearing, and then On the day after his confirmation hearing ended, Dianne Feinstein lets out that there has been a sexual misconduct allegation against Brett Kavanaugh, which was against the accuser's wishes, but Dianne Feinstein is an evil woman, so that doesn't surprise us anyway. So Feinstein lets out, and then all of a sudden it 
it gets blown into the circus that Brett Kavanaugh is a sexual predator. Brett Kavanaugh uh, rapes women. Brett Kavanaugh does not belong on the Supreme Court. So the Republicans started negotiating with Dr. Christine Ford to get her statement, get her sworn testimony to the Senate Judiciary Committee. And of course, Dr. Ford was the whole, oh, well, you know, I don't, you know, I'm afraid of flying. You know, I don't, her lawyer said, I don't have to prove uh, that she doesn't have to prove that this happened, that the burden of proof is on Brett Kavanaugh, which is completely against due process. But that's exactly where they went. So finally, they get Christine Ford to come to Washington and talk in front of the Senate Judiciary Committee, where she contradicted herself several times. She made corrections to the letter that she supposedly wrote her congresswoman, who turned it over to Diane Feinstein. Um, she went also as far as to talk about some of her friends. And there's even evidence now, or there's allegations now, I shouldn't say evidence, there's evidence now from the Senate Judiciary Committee that Dr. Ford's camp was witness tampering. But we'll have to wait and see how that plays out. So the hearings took place and the hearings took place 10 days after the allegations were made public. Brett Kavanaugh said he wanted to testify and wanted a hearing the day after the allegations were made public. Of course, that didn't happen for 10 days because the whole point of this was a smear campaign. The whole point of this was to delay everything. So they delayed everything. Finally, somebody gets to Senator Jeff Flake and during the the hearings and Brett Kavanaugh gave a very passionate, very raw emotion kind of speech. He was, he was upset and angry. Wouldn't you be upset and angry if somebody accused you of sexual assault too, and you were innocent? So then it turned into, we need an FBI investigation. That's all you heard through those hearings. We need an FBI investigation. We need an FBI investigation. We need an FBI investigation. Okay. The Democrats got their way. They got their one-week FBI investigation. That's all they were calling for was a one-week FBI investigation. They got that. Then we get to the week, and the FBI, FBI comes back with their conclusion, and the Democrats are like, no, a week's not long enough. We need longer. Um, they need to investigate all the allegations that came from uh, Debbie Ramirez and Julie Swednick, too. We need to investigate those. But during that process... We found out that every single one of the accusers, their stories cannot be validated. By sworn testimony, by the people that Dr. Ford had listed as witnesses said this never happened. They don't remember Judge Kavanaugh being there. They don't remember him being there at all. They don't remember him at all. They don't know him. Same thing with Debbie Ramirez. All of her witnesses said, we don't, we don't remember him being there. We don't know him. Then Julie Swednick, who, you know, creepy porn lawyer, Michael Aviato, comes forward and says that Kavanaugh ran a uh, a gang raping scheme. Yes, you heard that right, folks. Gang raping uh, uh, game. (laughs) So they interviewed Julie Swednick and they asked her point blank, did Judge Kavanaugh do this? She said, Judge Kavanaugh didn't rape me. And then she said, 
I can't judge Kavanaugh. I seen him standing by the punch bowl. I didn't see him spike it, but I seen him standing by the punch bowl. What kind of evidence is that? All the while, the Democrats are still calling, we need more time, we need more time. And the Republicans, especially Lindsey Graham, Senator Lindsey Graham, said, all right, enough of this. We need to vote. This is ridiculous. This is just a smear campaign by the Democrats. This is just a delay tactic by the Democrats because they don't want Brett Kavanaugh going on the court because he's a conservative. And then, of course, you had your white or you know your leftist groups and leftist activists like Alyssa Milano who Alyssa Milano had all but convicted Judge Kavanaugh the minute the accusation came out which a lot of people on the left did a lot of Democrats convicted him and then they just kept attacking him attacking him attacking him during this whole week this whole week that's gone by you had people like David Hogg even getting involved in this yes David Hogg was getting involved in this. So we went and went and went, and here we are. Here we are now. We get to the point now, the Senate votes yesterday to move it to a final confirmation vote. The vote happened today. And even today, after the vote was put out, they still were not done attacking Kavanaugh. Now, one thing that kind of happened was there was a couple people that were completely undecided completely undecided on which way they were going to vote. And you also had a bunch of Democrats who were up for re-election in less than a month, or, or actually I should say in a month, that were, well, I don't know if I'm going to vote yes or no. And they were states that, and they were states that were won by Trump, like my state, Indiana. It was won by double digits. He won by 19% of the vote in the 2016 election. And Joe Donnelly's the only Democratic senator from our state. He's up for re-election. And he voted no. And then after it was done, he comes out and says, I really wish Judge Kavanaugh the best in his career. Now he's trying to backpedal. Now he's trying to backpedal because people like me have been telling Donnelly, if you vote no on Kavanaugh's confirmation... If you vote on party lines, we're done with you. We're voting you out. Well, Donnelly didn't listen to his constituents. This vote might... I'm going to make a prediction here, folks. I think with Joe Donnelly voting no on Kavanaugh, he just sealed his fate for the election. Because he's he's been aligning himself with Chuck Schumer. He's been aligning himself with Dianne Feinstein and Christine Gillibrand and Kamala Harris and Elizabeth Warren. He's aligned himself with them. Not something that we like here. So they have one Republican that we were kind of concerned about, and that was Susan Collins of Maine. Susan Collins said on Thursday that she would vote yes on Kavanaugh. Friday night, it was made pretty clear that Judge Kavanaugh had the votes to move for to be confirmed to the Supreme Court. And that's what we saw today. And like I said, folks, the left is in full meltdown. They are protesting right now at the Supreme Court in Washington, D.C. Leftists are throwing a fit right now. It's just like the, the 20 election, 2016 election all over again. The liberals and the left and the Democrats are going 
absolutely nuts because, again, they lost. I tweeted out to Alyssa Milano, and I said, Alyssa, do you ever get tired of losing yet? The one thing that this confirmation hearing showed us, folks, is that the Democrats are willing to do anything to get their way. Even if that means ruining a man's life, even if that means ruining his career and destroying his family, they will do that. What does that have to do with guns? It has everything to do with guns because the fact of the matter is we see how they were able to do this. And this was supposed to be a nonpartisan situation, but they turned it into a partisan a partisan uh, circus. It's the same thing with gun control with the Democrats. They can get something, but they're never satisfied. You see, the Democrats got their way with Kavanaugh. They got their FBI investigation. But as soon as they did not get their get what they wanted out of the investigation, the Democrats immediately called for, it wasn't a good investigation, it needs to be investigated further. Even some senators like Richard Blumenthal came out and said it was a cover-up. There were several Democrats, such as Cory Booker, Kamala Harris, Christine Gillibrand, all saying that the Trump administration was in cahoots with the FBI. They're never satisfied. It's the same thing with gun control. Look at California. They have everything that the gun control groups are calling for, and yet they're still signing more gun control laws. They're still signing more bills into law. So I got a couple tweets for you here. And this is pretty interesting because I told you that David Hogg got involved in this. And David Hogg tweeted this out. Quote, you know the country's not in a good place when people start learning how the government works. What does he mean by that? Of course, I don't know exactly what David Hogg means by that. But the fact of the matter is, I think what David's trying to say here is when people start figuring out how the government works, we're not in a good place. And I think what he means by that is because the government's working the way it should be working. And he doesn't like that because people aren't voting his way. They're not doing what he wants done. He tweeted out again after the confirmation hearings and said, Complaining is only so effective. Who's organizing against Collins? So right there, that shows you the mentality of these of these activists, these alt-left activists. People like David Hogg. Collins didn't vote our way. Okay, who, who's organizing against her? We need to get rid of her. And I mean, look, I'm not saying he doesn't have the right to do that because the fact of the matter is that's how it is supposed to work. If you don't like what your congressional leaders are doing or your president, your congressmen or senators, and that goes at all levels of government, you go to the polls and you vote. But you see, the thing that David Hogg doesn't seem to understand, and I don't think he gets this, is that everybody's not on your side. Everybody is not on your side on that, David. We see that with gun control all the time. Kyle Kashuv tweeted out at, to David Hogg, and I, th- I thought this was just brilliant. I mean, just completely brilliant by Kyle Kashuv. And Kyle said, I finally get it what David Hogg means when he says the young people will win. He's talking about all the unborn people 
whose lives have been saved. Because a lot of people believe that if the Roe versus Wade case was ever brought up again, now, because there's a conservative majority on the Supreme Court, that we're going to wind up, I, I guess, abortion is going to become illegal. We don't know that for sure. Judge Kavanaugh said that it wasn't a matter that he was really concerned with. Excuse me. So, I think David Hogg is finally realizing that not everybody's with you. Senator Feinstein, Diane Feinstein, tweeted this out after the confirmation. Confirming Brett, Brett Kavanaugh. Now this, guys, let me just explain something to you. I read this tweet and I said, wow, Diane Feinstein has to be stupid. She has to be the stupidest person in the world. But then I stopped myself and said, no, she's not stupid. Because she wouldn't have got to where she was at if she was stupid. But Diane Feinstein is completely delusional. I'm not going to call it ignorant. I'm not going to call it stupidity. But I'm just going to say she is completely delusional. You can slap Diane Feinstein with facts right in the face and she would still argue that they're not true. That's the kind of person Diane Feinstein is. This is what Diane Feinstein tweeted out. Quote, uh, quote, Confirming Brett Kavanaugh in the face of credible allegations of sexual assault. Credible. They were disproven. Witnesses couldn't validate Dr. Ford's stories. Witnesses couldn't validate uh, Debbie Ramirez's allegations. Julie Swednick made a fool of herself on national TV. So what credible allegations here? Just because somebody wrote it down on paper, it's credible? To Diane Feinstein it is. I'll start with it again since I stopped in the middle. Confirming Brett Kavanaugh in the face of credible allegations of sexual assault that were not investigated thoroughly and his belligerent partisanship performance in last Thursday's hearings undermines the legitimacy of the Supreme Court, end quote. So here you go. She just said everything here that I just talked about. She first says it's credible. Well, okay, it's not credible. Well, we need an FBI investigation. You got that FBI investigation, but it wasn't thorough enough for you. Brett Kavanaugh has gone through now seven FBI background checks. That's all the FBI investigation is, was a background check into him. Then when that didn't work, well, he's belligerent and angry. He's an angry person. He doesn't need to be on the Supreme Court. Well, why? Because you guys accused them of sexual assault? I tell you what, if somebody accused me of sexual assault and I, knew, and I was innocent, I'd be pretty pissed off too. I don't have a problem with the way Brett Kavanaugh acted at all during that he hearing. I watched the entire hearing. Dr. Ford kept stumbling over her words. Dr. Ford kept correcting things that were written to the Judiciary, Judiciary Committee. Kavanaugh stood firm. Feinstein tweeted out right after that, quote, The confirmation of Brett Kavanaugh shifts the, co the court far right, putting women's reproductive rights, civil rights, environmental protections, workers' rights, and the ability to implement gun safety rules and the ability to hold the president accountable at risk 
for generations. So I'm not really going to touch on the women's reproductive rights because I don't have the same conservative opinion that everybody on the conservative side has as far as women's reproductive rights. But civil rights. What civil rights are you talking about, Diane? Are you talking about the same civil right that I have that's in the Bill of Rights that says I have the right to keep and bear arms? That's a civil right, right? Well, of course it's a civil right. But then why do you keep trying to take it away from me? Why do you keep pushing for this? Environmental protections, workers' rights, and the ability to implement gun safety rules. Environmental protections, again, not really going to touch on that. Workers' rights, not really sure what she means by workers' rights. But then we're going to get to the bottom of it. To implement gun safety rules. What does Dianne Feinstein mean by that, folks? Very simple what Dianne Feinstein means by that. Because she didn't like what Brett Kavanaugh said about, quote-unquote, assault weapons. Remember during the confirmation hearing, Senator Feinstein said that there were over 200 school shootings since Newtown, Connecticut, since the Sandy Hook massacre. We were able to disprove that. She claims that the AR-15 is a weapon of war, able to disprove that. Because Brett Kavanaugh said any gun that is, is dangerous, any gun is dangerous, but they're not unusual. So they're protected by the Second Amendment. Now, Brett Kavanaugh is not talking about a rocket launcher or a tank. He's talking about semi-automatic handguns and semi-automatic rifles that Dianne Feinstein hates. That's what he's talking about. I'm going to give a little tidbit of advice here to the people here on the left. Dianne Feinstein, David Hogg, Alyssa Milano. I'm going to give you a little bit of advice here. You lost. Get over it. You lost. We actually got to see you for who you really are. You exposed yourself to the entire country. You guys all exposed yourself for what you are. That if you don't get your way, if you can't defeat somebody on their merits, if you can't get your laws passed... What do you do? You go on a smear campaign. Look at Alyssa Milano, for example, folks. She hates the fact that Brett Kavanaugh is now a Supreme Court justice. She was one of the main people who was going around writing op-eds and writing and going on TV shows and everything like that and saying that Brett Kavanaugh is guilty. Hashtag Me Too, Me Too movement. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And I said it then and I'm going to say it now. Alyssa Milano does not care about victims of sexual assault. Alyssa Milano only cares about pushing her agenda. 
that's aligned with the Democrats. Alyssa Milano, right after she got done with that, she flew down to Parkland and blamed the NRA for every mass shooting that has ever happened. And then some of the parents from Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School told Alyssa Milano, shut up, the NRA didn't kill our kids. A madman with guns killed our kids. Because Alyssa Milano doesn't care about school shooting victims. She only cares about pushing gun control. That's how these leftists work, folks. This is how they work. They've exposed themselves. The American people actually get to see who these people actually are now. And trust me, you don't think there ain't going to be there ain't going to be consequences with that? I tell you what, people like Alyssa Milano cuz she's already going on her voting campaign now. If I was a smart American, any person that Alyssa Milano endorsed, I'd vote opposite. Because they share Alyssa Milano's radical ideas. That's what it comes down to. But anyway, folks, it's over. Brett Kavanaugh is now a Supreme Court Justice. The left is melting down. I hope they don't burn up any Starbucks or anything like that. But they have already gone out and threatened, and the tolerant left is threatening to kill people. There was one guy who was arrested who said he would shoot Brett Kavanaugh and Trump too. But they're always talking about gun owners are the dangerous ones, right? People who are on the left are the dangerous ones. <laughs> Good stuff, right? All right. Well, we'll continue to follow this story as it goes, but truthfully, it's over now. So we'll just move on with our Second Amendment news. All right. So I was looking through some material here, trying to figure out what I was going to do for the show today. And I came across this article. And it has to do with, it was a judicial watch. And what it is, is, well, not not a judicial watch. Judicial watch is suing the ATF for records of the Obama administration's AR-15 ammo ban attempt. The judicial watch announced on October 4th. It had filed a Freedom of Information Act lawsuit against the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobaccos, Firearms, and Explosives, a a component of the Justice Department, for 19 pages of records about a proposed reclassification that would effectively ban certain types of AR-15 ammunitions, or or would, like, armor-piercing. Oh, it would reclassify... Okay, I see. This this is uh, really poorly written by me when I was jotting down my notes. So the Obama administration wanted to reclassify that would effectively ban certain times of AR-15 ammunitions. They wanted to reclassify them as armor-piercing, even though they were not armor-piercing. Judicial Watch filed the lawsuit after the agency filed, failed to respond on May 14th of this year. Freedom of Information Act request for the 19,000 documents about the Obama administration ban. The documents included APTF talking points about armor-piercing ammunition, notice of purposeful rulemaking, and other records discussing uh, reclassifications. 
in March of 2015, more than 200 congressmen wrote to former ATF Director Todd Jones to express their serious concerns that a proposed reclassification of ammunition types as armor-piercing may violate the Second Amendment by restricting ammunition that has primarily been used for the purpose of sports shooting. The ATF move does not comport with the letter or spirit of the law and will interfere with Second Amendment rights by disputing or by disrupting the markets for ammunition that law-abiding citizens use for sporting and other legitimate purposes. At that time, the ATF subsequently halted their efforts. Simply put, folks, what's happening right now is that the ATF is refusing to comply with federal open records law. So, what do we have here? Where are we going with this? Well, I'll tell you where we're going with this, folks. Where we're going with this is the fact that, remember, Obama, which I don't know, I guess you could probably say David Hogg is probably, you know, David Hogg is probably one of the, the most uh, influential in our or, uh, NRA membership and gun salesmen that we have here. But Obama was a pretty good gun salesman himself. And Obama made it very clear he wanted your guns. He wanted the assault he wanted the assault weapons ban reinstated. So here was an undermining effect that the Obama administration was going to try to do. They were going to try to get the ATF to effectively ban normal ammunition and reclassify them as armor-piercing because in a lot of states, armor-piercing rounds are illegal, as they should be. They should be illegal. Civilians, I mean, armor-piercing rounds don't have any place in the civilian market. Cops and military should have them. I completely understand that. But the Obama administration was going to take your standard full metal jackets, which you use for target shooting and competition shootings. And they were also going to take hunting rounds that the AR-15s use. And they were going to reclassify them as armor-piercing to effectively ban them. This is what I mean about how deceptive, or deceptive the Democrats are. They know that they can't beat us because 200 congressmen said, hey, hold up, that's an infringement on the Second Amendment rights to the ATF. But the Obama administration went, okay, we can't beat them in the courts. We can't put a ban in place because we're never going to get that ban. So what do we do? Well, let's just reclassify it. Okay, let's just reclassify it as armor-piercing. Then there you go. Armor-piercing is illegal. That's what I'm talking about, folks. This is how they will try to go around you. They know they can't beat you because the Constitution won't allow that to happen. So they're going to try to go around the Constitution and take away your right. They were going to effectively try to ban this from you. But nobody's coming to take your guns, right? That's what they always say. We don't want to take your guns. We just want to keep the guns out of the bad people's hands. Then why are you trying to ban ammunition that I use for competitions? 
Why are you trying to ban ammunition that I use for hunting? Uh, yeah, that's what you get. That's what you'll get. See, it's always common to me when you bring up the, when somebody wants to debate me on gun control and they say, well, we should have universal background checks. Okay. How did that stop the last mass shooting? Well, what do you mean? Well, what I'm talking about is how did that stop the last legit mass shooting? Because every town for gun safety and, you know, everybody else on the left all says that anybody shot, if four more people get shot, it's a mass shooting. Nope. As I've said before, the FBI classifies a mass shooting as four or more killed. It's because this is how they work, folks. This is how they work. These same Democrats will stand in the blood of the victims of a shooting to further their gun control. But when you say to him, well, how did it stop it? He legally purchases guns. Maryland has some of the strictest gun control, yet that guy was still able to go down and do a mass shooting. He passed all your gun control laws. So what are we going to do? Oh, well, we got to have more gun control laws. Well, if the ones you got ain't working, then why are we going to have more? Take a look at Chicago, which I'm going to touch on Chicago next hour, an hour two, because you got a lot of Chicago parents that are now calling for gun control. And if you don't pass gun control, it violates their civil rights. But we'll get into that in the next hour. But this is how it goes, folks. Then I got this. You're going to love this. There was an op-ed that was put in the Washington Post. And it was by Tim Wineland from Bishopsville, Maryland. So you can pretty much see where this is going to go. And this is what the op-ed said. How to replace the Second Amendment. To borrow a phrase from Republicans, it is time to repeal and replace the Second Amendment. The fewer guns there are, the less gun violence. Ask Australia. Ask Britain. Ask Japanese citizens. Hunters can hunt with single-shot rifles and shotgun. If they need another shot, they can cock the weapon again. People have used revolvers for personal protections. Those who are fearful probably can convince themselves that they are safer, that they are safer than what we do now. We do not need a clear law under under an amendment that would eliminate all automatic and semi-automatic weapons from our population and that would allow Congress to regulate guns. Or we do need a clear law under an amendment that would eliminate all automatic and semi-automatic weapons from our population and that would allow Congress to regulate guns. This may not be an immediate fix, but our existing permission per, permissive practices are woefully insufficient to correct the gun violence problem. And given the experience of other nations that restrict gun sales and products. It is incumbent on our federal government to assume control of guns capable of mass shootings. Who among us thinks 
that we are incapable of correcting something that is tearing our country apart. I will leave the writing and re- writing of the replacement amendment, amendment to those who are more knowledgeable than I. However, it must be clear and concise. No private ownership of weapons that can kill more than one thing with one shot. This is what our founding fathers had, and this is the answer to today's mass killings. So, Tom is basically saying here, we need to repeal the Second Amendment. Or we need to add an amendment to the Constitution that would add an amendment to the Second Amendment, which would make it that give the power to Congress to regulate our guns. And to also take away all automatic and semi-automatic firearms. First of all, I'm going to stop you right. Th- I'm going to stop right there because Tom, obviously, that he's in Maryland, he doesn't know anything about guns. Because Tom Wideland said auto- would eliminate all automatic and semi-automatic weapons from our population. So, in other words, a lot of people don't have automatic weapons. You have to obtain a Class Three permit to have automatic weapons as a civilian. And believe me that background check is a lot more stricter and the laws are a lot more stricter with obtaining that permit than it is to just go buy a semi-automatic gun. But we don't need semi-automatics. Well, who are you to tell me what I can and can't have, Tom? Number one. Number two, the Second Amendment says, shall not be infringed. Which I know is something you're used to having in Maryland. Because we just talked about Maryland. Shall not be infringed. Might want to look it up. The whole purpose of the Second Amendment, because he brings up the whole hunters can be hunt can hunt. Second Amendment's not about hunting. Our founding fathers understood that we needed to have the right to keep and bear arms to prevent our government from going tyrannical because we were leaving a tyrannical government, which was the King of Britain. Single shot shotguns and rifles. That's what we should, as civilians should be allowed to have. Does Tom not aware that when he says get rid of semi-automatic weapons that a shooting that took place in Santa Fe, Texas this year, school shooting, was done with a shotgun and revolver? Or is Tom too ignorant of the fact to remember that the Capitol Gazette shooting was done with a shotgun? I'm sure if Tom was here, Tom would have went, well, yeah, but it was a semi, um, what do you mean by semi-automatic? First of all, you got to define that because... My hunting rifle, I have a 308 hunting rifle, is a bolt action. Bolt action. I have to manually operate the bolt to get a new round. Pump action shotguns, which a lot of people do have, there are some automatic shotguns out there, but there are a lot of people that do have single shot shotguns or pump action shotguns. They're not semi-automatic. It requires you doing something physically to the gun to get to the next bullet. And then he brings up what the left and Democrats always bring up. Look at Australia and Britain. 
Look at Japan. I'm going to tell you something about Japan right now, folks. I lived in Japan for four years when I was in the military. Do you want to know why Japan does not have a lot of crime? Because people don't want to go to their jails. Jail is not a pretty place in Japan. There was a couple sailors that I knew that got in trouble and got arrested by the Japanese police. And the police held them for about two, three weeks. When they got back to the base and they got put on their restrictions and everything like that. Asked them what was it like and they said, dude, they gave us a small cup of rice and a fish had to eat every meal. And you're stuck in a four in, in a four by four cell. It's like going into a closet. Not a pretty place. But he brings up Britain and Australia. Australian gun ownership's back on the rise. Firearms ownership is rising back in Australia at this moment in time. And finally, we're going to talk about Britain. Britain, yes, they don't have a lot of gun deaths. Two years ago in 2016, because I don't know what their, I haven't seen their 2017 firearm death report. But in 2016, only 32 people were killed by guns in in England or in Britain. Yeah, that's low. But do you know how many rapes, how many violent crimes, how many stabbings there's been? A lot. It's gotten so bad, folks, in Great Britain that not only does... London have a ban on firearms. They now have a ban on knives. Or on knives, I should say. You have knife control and gun control in the great city of London. A lot of British people buy Louisville Sluggers. Because that's the only thing that they have to defend themselves from. Or to, def- or to defend themselves from an attacker is a baseball bat because they're not allowed to have a firearm because they're not allowed to have a knife. This is the same delusional talking point that we get from the left. Well, if we had, if we had Australian-style gun control, Tom, I'm going to explain something to you here, buddy. You don't get the right to tell me what I can and can't have just because you don't agree with it. If you don't want a gun, don't go buy a gun. You know, that's like the the guy. There are a couple guys that didn't like the fact that I carried a gun. But they're felons. Well, I'm sorry, you lost your right to carry a gun. Doesn't mean I'm giving up mine. It's a nice little opinion piece, I do have to say. And of course the Washington Post is going to post it because it's a liberal rag. They don't want you owning firearms. The whole point of this whole hour was talking about that. Look at what's happening with the left. People say, why is David Hogg getting involved in this? Well, because David Hogg wants gun control. 
He wants the government to take away your right to keep and bear arms. Kavanaugh says, no, the Constitution says you can't do that. So, nope, that's why they don't want him there. Same thing with this guy, with this Tom Wiredman or Weldman. Civilians shouldn't be allowed to have semi-automatic. Well, let me ask you this, Tom. In New York, last year, there was a guy who was attacked by seven people. You think a five-shot revolver would have, did, would have stopped the attack? These people need to get out and get educated about firearms before they open their mouths. But, of course, they're not going to do that because they want their dystopian or their utopia that they could always have. That's what they're looking for. All right, folks, after the intermission, at the top of the hour, we're going to talk about civil rights, that gun control in Chicago, because they don't have it, is violating their civil rights. We're going to have something written from that was posted by the NRA ILA, and then we're also going to talk about what happened in South Carolina in the Florence shooting, because every town for gun safety is out and saying that, once again, we need more gun control because this would not have happened. All right, folks, so we're getting ready for our intermission. We will see you at the top of the hour for American Guns Saturday live broadcast number or hour number two. Can't wait to see you guys then. Thank you so much for listening in. I'm very excited to be here tonight. I've been waiting all week for this show, so we can't wait to see you at the, on the top of the hour at the end of the intermission here. Until then, stay safe. Remember, a armed society is a free society. See you in 15 minutes. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.